Thursday, literally and figuratively, because that man across the screen from me joined me at Roar Station this morning for a great workout. It was fantastic. How well, do you feel? You're you get used to different kinds of workouts. So even though I work out pretty extensively, I was not into that pace, that kind of thing, and it was. Um, it was very enjoyable. It was quick paced. The music was great. Very good direction from, uh, you know, from the, the, the coach. From the trainer, Allie. It was amazing. Yeah. And Hayden was there, which was super cool. Yeah. There's a, there are the pictures from the workout. So shout out to the, to the 60 plus year old for joining us this morning at Roar Station, getting after it, not only joining us, but keeping pace and doing right a great there, job. Man. So. I'm excited there. to see more of you there. It, uh, anybody can come. I mean, it's really, they do a nice job. The gym is beautiful. Um, it's clean. It's really hip. It felt like a boxing gym to me, which was kind of kind of cool. Had great, look at Aiden, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So <laughs> if you are in the huddle and if you are in the West or in the uh, Fort Lauderdale area and it's easy for you to get there, it's, yeah, not West Fort Lauderdale, it's right yeah. off Flagler. Not West Palm. No, definitely not, not West, West Palm. That, that would be a trek for you. But if you are in the Fort Lauderdale area, even in Sunrise, you know, RJ, before he was trekking all the way up to Boca and West Palm for work, RJ was coming in in the early mornings. So uh, we got to get more huddle members at the gym with us. That would be cool. I used to work out with RJ and Weston. We had a great group and, you know, that was both social and physical and mental and all that kind Look, of stuff. I mean, there's not any social going on. Like we worked out with Hayden for 40, for 45 minutes. There were no words being spoken other than some curse words and some mean exchanges going on. <laughs> I was shaking my head a lot. I was like, <laughs> not towards each other. They're towards the weights you know, and, the, and the coach and the coach. You know, it just seemed relentless. It just kept coming. <laughs> you know, it's like, but it's interesting is, you know, if you follow Jesse Itzler and his journeys and his Ironman, whatever, he says we always under-index ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I would, that was ringing in my head. I was like, I got to stay with these motherfuckers. You know, I just, I can't <laughs> you know, I'm old. <laughs> uh, well, you did a great job. And it was awesome having you there this morning. And, yes, I know uh, we're, we're aware that it's St. Patrick's Day. Shout out to Shay for wearing green. You can go ahead and pinch my dad and I because, I mean, I have like a green t-shirt, but I got a presentation today, so I had to get dressed. And so like, there's no green happening. So here's the, the pinch. here's the thing. When you have the last name Noodleberg, you get a pass. When you have but the last name Shay, you have to wear green. So, you know. You can bet your ass that we are going to be celebrating St. Patty's Day because- because we are Noodlebergs, we, any drinking holiday, we make every holiday a drinking holiday, but any holiday that's specifically for drinking, we're going to celebrate it. And so we're going to talk a lot about St. Patty's Day today, 
if your calendar if your calendar is open to at least one Jameson pop with me, I would uh, travel to your home uh, to do so. I would, oh, I would even have to buy a bottle of Jameson because I, I don't have, even own a bottle of I, Jameson. I have a bottle of Jameson. It is always here because well, there so, are some moments that only Jameson works. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk about about St. Patty's. We got some great content, whether it comes to the origin of St. Patty's Day, drinking on St. Patty's Day, dancing on St. Patty's Day, some St. Patty's Day music. But before we do any of that, we got to wake up. Let's get to the wake up. Jeremy Torsk, because Jeremy, I did speak to Richard Lewis from Quorum. He's back in town today. We are getting you your watch. We are planning the delivery. So um, rightfully so. I just didn't want you to think we forgot about you. I love it. I love it. So it is St. Patty's Day. And I think it's important because all really to me, St. Patty's Day, in my mind, just symbolizes green, really early mornings at the bar, Lots of all-day drinking, green beer, green tongues, and all kinds of madness. But I think it's important to understand where St. Patty's Day really comes from and really all the bullshit that's into this holiday. So, Shay, show me what St. Patty's Day really is. Millions of people around the world don their best green attire every March 17th to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. But there is a lot we bet you didn't know about Ireland's patron saints. To start with, St. Patrick wasn't even Irish. He was born around the 5th century in Britain, then part of the Roman Empire. At 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and spent six years in captivity. He converted to Christianity and later returned to Ireland to spend the rest of his life working as a Christian missionary. After Patrick died on March 17, 461, he was largely forgotten until mythology and legend grew, and centuries later, he was honored as the patron saint of Ireland. According to one famous myth, Patrick drove all the snakes from Ireland. The story symbolized Patrick cleansing the island of paganism. There's just one problem. Ireland never had any snakes to begin with. The Emerald Isle is surrounded by water too frigid for snakes to migrate there, whether from Britain or anywhere else. According to another famous story, Patrick used three leaves of the shamrock to explain the Holy Trinity. As a result, people in 18th century Ireland started wearing shamrocks on March 17th to signify their Irish Christian pride. That tradition later grew into wearing green clothing, a popular St. Patrick's Day custom. So, call bullshit. St. Patty's not even Irish. So, he... but, 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 who cares? <laughs> you know, Seth Godin wrote about this the other day. Name a holiday and just celebrate it. Why not? I mean, well, you know, so that, that was my next point. The way that Irish people get their day. You that know, was my day. next point is that Ireland said, screw it. 
Nobody knows about this guy, St. Patty. We make up whatever story we want. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, could, be the, could be the serial guy. Could be Lucky Charms. For, you know, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. But but the celebration is so real. Uh, very much like Cinco de Mayo is a bullshit holiday. You know, this is this is what life should be about. Celebrate the moments people will celebrate today. I remember. Um, traveling to Chicago often to do St. Patty's Day in Chicago, Green River, yes, like seriously. Green River, Green Beer, Irish car bombs. 8.30 in the morning, Irish car bombs everywhere, man. It was like nobody worked on that day. It was, you know, so, you know, fond memories, good stuff. Our friend Sean Flood right, actually went to see him in Charleston one year and he just basically shut down his company, brought in kegs, and started having a gigantic party with food and corned beef, you know, and potatoes. Uh, another shout out to, to Sean, because one of the coolest things that ever happened was a six pack of Guinness being delivered to my house so that we could get on a virtual happy hour together and we could all drink Guinness because he is in Ireland and enjoying that as well. So Again, we're going to continue with this drinking conversation because, number one, beer might not be for you, right? Whiskey might not be for you. And if that's the case, some people think that drinking <laughs> some people think drinking on, on, on St. Patrick's Day is tough, but that's not actually true. There's a lot of, of different, really cool St. Patrick's Day cocktails. Oh, Shay, you did a great job with the pictures. I love it. Yeah, man. So as you go through some of these, the top left is an Irish whiskey made, which is a Jameson Black Barrel whiskey, which is delicious. And it's, you know, it's very similar to a old fashioned. It's got lime juice, simple syrup in it. Um, looks very delicious. The Gaelic Grasshopper is the next one next, next to that, which is more like a liqueur. It's a Kerrygold Irish cream oh, liqueur with some whiskey into it and uh, looks like a real dessert drink. But that next one, do you see that next one, Dad? The one that says uh, St. Casa. St. Casa is the third one. And that is a Casamigos Añejo with a top off of Guinness beer in it. I had never heard of that before. Oh, my God. I have to have that today. And shout out to Amanda who says I only drink tequila. So this would be a great St. Patty's Day drink for you. Some other great ones in here. I'm happy to share any of these with you. Dad, was there any that jumped out to you as like one you wanted to try? No, you know, because I'm not a I'm not a foo-foo. I don't like mixing. I drink straight stuff, straight uh, Jameson. Great memories of going to Easton one year to see you. We land, we go right to a place for lunch, and we start banging Jameson shots. So, you know, to me, I write about it in my book. You got to drink something green every day. So. Oh, I love it. And today is a great day to be drinking any of these green cocktails or any kind of drinking. But to continue the celebration, I got two more topics to continue the celebration of uh, St. Patty's Day. First, you drink. And then the very next thing that happens after you get a little drunk is you're going to dance. Oh, and you're going to dance. I would not say that the Irish slide is like something that you would consider a cool dance until I found this video on YouTube. Show me the coolest rendition of the Irish slide I've ever seen.
I got to tell you. Yeah, go ahead. Do not try this at home. <laughs> I got to tell you. I went through a lot of videos looking for something that I could pull that was like, it was just too slow. I was like, we can't show this on the huddle. Everybody's going to go to sleep. And then I found that one and I was like, oh, bingo. If there was ever an Irish slide that was good for the huddle, this is it. So there was one drink I did remind myself that I wanted to talk about. It's called the kale cocktail. Yeah. There's no way that anybody Irish today is having a kale cocktail. There's no, there's no way the vegetables are anywhere near any of this. Well, you know what? Let me just, let me show you this. This right here was my smoothie post-workout. So that was my green smoothie that I had post-workout, which definitely did not have kale in it, but it had spinach in it. So we are going to... Wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 sorry. So uh, Kitty, who obviously Kitty McGowan, this is her day, um, a toast to your dad. We will yeah, be, absolutely. Know, good for you for celebrating. Good for you for sharing that with us. So in the heart. We will absolutely toast a shot of Jameson with you. We are going to go to Motivational Morning Music. We are going to celebrate with some, uh, definitely some Boston Irish music. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the luck of the Irish and what luck has always meant to me. So for those of you who don't know, those that's the Dropkick Murphys with shipping out to Boston. And absolutely, Randy Ostrow hits it right on the head. For those of you that are movie buffs, you hear that song, you immediately think of The Departed and think of the scenes in that movie. Which Fighting Irish. Fighting Irish, come out of the tunnel. You think of the Fighting Irish coming out of the tunnel. Big Notre Dame fan, of course. Uh, but yes, absolutely a fantastic movie. So talk about the Irish talk about the the you know the four leaf clover the three leaf clover the shamrock talk about the luck of the irish my entire life if i ever said good luck what was the response that you gave me that so helen has to deal with this all the time i go <laughs> luck is for those that are unprepared luck is for the unprepared is what was drilled into me from the time that i was a small child you make your own luck. 
you, you know, you, you put yourself you, with preparation, you put yourself in position to take advantage of opportunities. So if luck is for the unprepared, then the key to creating your own luck has to be preparing. And I'm not a quote guy. I'm really not. Like I wasn't the guy who wanted quotes all over the room when we were in football. Like I believe you live your values, you make your values show up every day. But there is the famous quote of failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So I think it's interesting because my previous line of work as a coach in the athletic industry, pretty much all preparation, the amount of actual performance that happened was very minute. A couple hours of practice, which is not really performance, but sort of performance when you're on the practice field every day. And then a three-hour game every Saturday for only maybe 14 weeks out of the year. Very small percentage of actual performance when it came to the amount of time that we actually spent preparing. Moving out of that world into the business world, you move from athletics to business and the amount of preparation that goes into what we do daily significantly decreased. I was blown away by the lack of preparation, whether it be for you know the next day, whether it be for showing up to a, a routine meeting, whether whatever it be, there was just a huge. La- so I think we normally start to look at interviews, presentations, a big meeting. We'll say, oh, I have to do all of this preparation. But my question to that would be, why would it be any different than anything else that you do? Why wouldn't you prepare for everything all the time? So I think people are programmed that when it's an event, I'm starting my job. I'm going to have my clothes out. I'm going to know the the way to get to work. I'm going to be there early. All of that stuff. You just people start looking for shortcuts and shortcuts are a disaster, you know, um, Yesterday, I got hired to speak in Princeton, New Jersey. I don't know anybody at the company. I don't know anybody from the speakers bureau that, you know, actually reached out. I thought it was bogus when when Jay and I went through it. I was like, "Hell is this from?" I prepared for that because I reached out and got myself on that website. Somebody must have seen me, must have followed me, and said. That's the guy we want. So, you know, to me, I'm thrilled and I still think I'm lucky, but I know I prepared for that luck, you know, so it's not a total flyer. It's just. So the, the, the po- I put a post out yesterday about how people struggle to put out content, right? Like the biggest leap for people is consistently putting out content on LinkedIn to build their brand. Part of that, well, big part of that is the fact that people don't prepare for it. They just wake up every day going, oh man, I know I got to post something but I have no idea on what I'm going to post. So I think when it comes to preparing, you could literally prepare for everything, right? You could be so maniacal and so OCD that you could have preparation for everything, which may be bad, maybe not. But I think that when you start to talk about preparation, the first thing you have to do is think about the organization and the details of it. And when you think about organization, you have to make time to prepare. If you don't set out time the night before to think about your next day, if you don't set out time to look at the calendar ahead and figure out what you want to post and when you want to post it, if you don't think of set time to walk into a meeting and do some review of notes, 
put together a little agenda, organize yourself in a way that sets you up for success, you're never going to actually do it because you're just going to keep running into the next thing. So Christy nailed it before you even got there. But I used to laugh because I'd watch my salespeople come in on Monday morning and I would go, I'd write on the board, show up and throw up. That's all you're doing, man. You just got here and I ask you a question, you're lost. So Friday afternoon, you're thinking about, you know, oh, thank God it's Friday. So I know you checked out on Friday. You don't do shit on Saturday and Sunday. And Monday morning, you're lost. Think of the lost amount of time when we talk about time management. You know, when we talk about preparation, it has to be scheduled. What gets scheduled gets done. So that to me is like Christy talks about, you know, sports has dedicated practice time, but that's only part of the preparation. They also have dedicated film study time. They also have dedicated teaching time. So that to me is as you look at yourself as an individual, you have to create preparation time in your schedule to study. You have to create preparation time to create plans. You have to create preparation time to practice whatever it is that you're going to do. Because if you're wasting performance settings as practicing and you, ah, you know what? I screwed up that opportunity because I just wasn't that prepared for it, but it was a good learning experience. Bullshit. You just blew an opportunity. Why would you not have practiced and prepared for that before walking into it? He was a really hard lesson for me. I'm a nighttime guy in terms of social, you know, but I like to do it earlier. You get invited to meet somebody for dinner at eight or eight 30. You know, it's going to be a late night. If you're first getting started, you got to think about the following morning. If I make the choice to go out at eight 30, right. I'm not home till 1130. That's not preparing for success. The following morning, it's going to cut into my morning time. So when you have this track in your mind, you're preparing for success. You're making the right choices, sleep, food, you know, content, like you, to your point, you know, practice is one piece of it. But when you talk to salespeople about, or business development people about practice, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, what exactly. practice what? <laughs> exactly. And so I think that that's, so shout out to Christy and the entire, entire city team. I'm actually doing a time management presentation to the Orlando Tampa area today, which is exciting because that's a that's a world that they believe it's supposed to be chaotic. You're supposed to just be pulled in every direction and that's the way it has to be. We've really created mo- momentum in changing that mindset and developing more organization and structure to the time. But I look at the performance to practice ratio, right? I That would to me was, how, how, how much time are we spending performing versus how much time we're spending preparing? And in athletics, that number is astronomical. It's like a one to eight ratio. For every hour that you're actually performing, you're spending eight hours preparing between the weight room, film study, and practice. So that's what I would say is I'm not asking you to, for, for a 30-minute meeting to spend six hours preparing for it. But why would you not at least have a one-to-one ratio? Why wouldn't you at least spend 30 minutes preparing for a 30-minute meeting? You and I talk all the time. We develop content together. I have never heard that nugget. I and that, that is a time. golden nugget. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well worth 
the time to invest to be part of the huddle. But I do have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think I'm lucky enough to get a ticket to your time management session? Today? Oh, absolutely. Of course. I want, you. In, I want in. I want to see I will it. have Steve Lendl share the invite with you. So you Please can do. It would be my honor to sit there and not say a word. I just want to observe. Fantastic. Awesome. Have a great St. Patty's Day. Have a shot at Jameson. Remember, luck is for the unprepared. Spend some time preparing today. We'll see you tomorrow. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million.